interesting turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Oh, how about that? How about that? Two friends, two minds, and one love for Arsenal Football Club. You are now listening to the Cotton Two Minds Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, Cotton Two Minds, with your boy, E. Marshall, and Aguna Rush, Big Fitz. Hey, 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 hey. Y'all uh, love that intro, huh? <laughs> yeah. I jam to it every time. I'm like, yeah. You know I mean? Statics Music, shout out to him and uh, everything he does. Yes, uh, sir. To but, uh, hey, after the Liverpool game and that, that rough second half, the Gunners traveled to Birmingham to take on Villa, and we come away with all three points. Nice little uh, bounce back game after the after the Liverpool match. Uh, what were some of your thoughts, Fitz? You know, just a quick thoughts. You know, uh, you know I, I don't stay so up on uh, other teams' lineup so much, right? And when I looked down there and I saw a dirty, a dirty, nasty player. Young was back out there. Ashley Young. Oh, yeah. He's a rotten bastard. Ain't and he? he's a rotten bastard. I was <laughs> like, oh, back at back at the scene of the crime, is right. he? Back that's, at the scene of the crime. That's his uh, I think <coughs> he's um he's I think that's his boyhood club. They, yeah. they found him, they developed him. Yeah, you know, it brought him through the ranks, and he went to Man U, and then he went to Italy, and now he's back, kind of winding down his career of being a rotten bastard. Yeah, still yeah. had a few nasty uh, chops, leg chops to throw in there, and a, Definitely. And a dive or two, but you know. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. His uh, he 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 played into his reputation beautifully. Yeah. Um, there was a you know the. The the angry look he gives the refs, you know, like yeah. what? How dare you? Yeah, but uh, yeah, he tried to kick a few lumps in the um soccer. You know? But he other was... than that, uh, Laka was the one kind of surprise to me. We but, talked about it. Yep. I mean, you know what? There I go. Get second guessing my manager again. He obviously felt this was super important, and he went with all the ones he trusted and who he wanted out there. And yeah, we only won one nil. Maybe, maybe coach is right. Maybe coach I think is if right. uh, if Gabby uh, Martinelli doesn't really get hurt, or is he sick or whatever, I think he might have put in uh, Eddie. You know, I think that uh -huh. may have had something to do with it. I don't know, but yeah, you're right because we talked about that on. Uh, the last podcast about maybe giving Laka a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just because, thought he really probably needed one, but two weeks coming up, maybe that's what coach was thinking. Right. He's give not like one and, more. Just give then, me one more. Exactly. Cause he doesn't get the call up anymore for France. So mm -hmm. he's going to have a lot of time to um, get ready. Um, he didn't really do much again yesterday. Laka. Not a lot. Um, he didn't, you know, he gives you everything you got. He, get, he gives you everything he has and, you know, the hold up play and the things he tries to do with this group. I think, you know, it's all we can pretty much ask for. If he chips in a few goals here and there, great. 
But as long as we got soccer, Martinelli, and we are on. where we are. <laughs> you know, you what know? I mean, I mean uh, it was actually something that they kind of used to dog on Giroud about, but he was really good playing with his little wingers and stuff, and right. his little one-touch passes were valuable at 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 times. And right. Locke knows how to find these little guys when they're slotting through and trying to make a run, or you know, he'll oh, back yeah. heel one. So. I mean, we are where we are. I think everybody admits, yes. There's nothing you know. We can go find it. us a go find us a, a clinical striker. Yeah, in the summer. There's 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 nothing we can do about it now. Like you said earlier, when I was really hammering in on uh, lockout, not really hammering in on him, just to, like, you know, I, I want him to be where he's supposed to be, where he can get some goals. Yeah. But he's doing so much other shit that it seems to be required of him. You know. Yeah, uh, it looks like you know Arteta wants wants his number nine tracking back and trying to hound you on defense and press and you know what I mean if you're you know if you're thirty <laughs> you know it's gonna be hard getting back into the box to just so. keep doing it. <laughs> Hence why I thought he was getting a day off. Right, <laughs> you know, right? So, you know, like you said in the in a, in the transfer market, hopefully, maybe you know we we bring somebody younger, Olsenman, that Olsenman. While we're coming clean, I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, in FIFA, I've now started uh, – I put Pepe up top. He's my striker now. <laughs> I got Locker coming off the bench. So, you know, I'll just say, you know. I've that's been, what I was talking and about. I've been hitting the back of the net lately. So <laughs> That's what I – remember we had that little, little yeah. mini argument. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, I know, man. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, – the ESR thing. Uh, let me yeah. just tell you, the dude is smooth as silk, yeah. dude. And he just kind of floats around on the pitch. He gets in right. Like, you know, when you when you compare, I think, I don't think Gabby's a winger. So I don't think him playing out there is something he's going to be doing going forward, even though he's really good at it. I just think he's a little more, he's a little wild um, for that. I just like the way ESR, I, I like his approach to plan out wide with this group of players. And I think it's going to be something real special when we can see Martinelli play down the middle, play the locker roll kind of down the middle and get behind people with, with Odegaard, with ESR and Saka, because they can all pick a pass and they're all kind of, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. there's a difference there. And they when, all got like, although they're all giving you top effort, mm-hmm. they all got little, little kinks that are different about each other that yeah. give you a little something different. And I like that about, you know, the young guns. I just, yeah, I, I think um, the way just when I was watching the game and I was watching ESR out there, he's just a little more under control, you know? And um, whereas Gabby is just instinct, I'm going to whoop your ass and try to make something happen. And that's good. Mm-hmm. But I just think when he's down the middle and his sole focus is scoring goals, I think we're going to see Martinelli take off to a whole another level. I, um, I, I I like the sound of it just because uh, Martinelli gives me that impression that, uh, like, you know, he he can and will do whatever you kind of tell him. You know, mm-hmm. like so like yeah, he's you coachable, say, right? Stick him up there and direct him on. You know what, man? Go for it. Work these two center backs. Work them. And, Try to get you know you and we'll find you. We will find you. You know, Odegaard will. His speed of thought, the way he can pick a pass. If they time a run, I yeah. mean, if 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 the, if if, a, if the team is playing a high line, 
and Gabby times a run with Odegaard. Yes. <laughs> and we've and seen then, his com- we've seen his composure in front of net. I mean, he's just, you know. Yeah. The so, um the uh and with our two wingers too, they both like to cut in, you know. I mean, once yeah. once defensive line starts deciding, like, oh my yeah. god, Gabby might get by me, he might get by me. That's just gonna open stuff up for Sokka and, and ESR. They both like to cut in on you. And um hey, the thing I like to say about ESR, the thing you were talking about, I don't I just put a finger on it yesterday, but it you know, he just understands his physical capabilities and what he can do, and his judgment is really good. When he right. wants to bake somebody and he makes that decision, he usually does it, you know? Right. And, Great clo- close control. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, and I like he runs on his toes when it's time to, you know, try to, like, cut in on something. Like, he gets up high and he's moving. You know, I just right. – I love watching him run. I love all our players, man. These he's young smooth, kids yeah. are so fun to watch, man. Definitely. He's he's smooth. He really something is. Something exciting to watch in, in Arsenal for so long. You even know, part even the good players over the last 10 years. I mean, I love Santi. I love Ramsey. I was, I was counting it up, man. These guys – Mm-hmm. All highly skilled, but slow, not very fast, not very right. physical necessarily. Like they right. were just quirky and different. Like these guys, man, we got effort, man. We got like they got heart. They're trying hard. They got yeah. that that enthusiasm, you know, that youthful enthusiasm and optimism. You know what yeah. I mean? When you see them play, uh, they don't know any better but to just go just, for it. You know? Come on, man. Uh, that's what was so oppressive, impressive about uh, Martinelli against Liverpool. And I wanted to see a little more of that from Saka or some of the other players, Odegaard. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Liverpool had a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, yeah, um, I'm happy with the with the way things look. I know we're not scoring. You know, we didn't score a lot of goals yesterday. We only scored one. And it was kind of, uh, I wouldn't say a fluke because – you know, he he put it on target, but I mean, it was after a little scramble from a corner, and he got it back, and yeah, and he put it at away. that point. Though it really felt like Arsenal deserved a goal already at that definitely. Point, you That's know, what I was just going to say. Kind of hampered them, and I was just going to say that we controlled the game on the road. We went we went to their stadium, and we just pretty much bossed it. Uh, you know, for the entire game, um, some of that we we fifty three percent possession even though they had the ball a lot in the second half and we still had yeah. 53 to their 47. We had 521 passes to their 441. You know, that's some, you know, yes. Yeah. You know, we just control the game. Yeah. And um, with Leno and goal, what were some of your thoughts about that? Were you nervous when you saw him? I didn't feel, I, I didn't go into it feeling nervous, you know? I mean, I did feel proud that we got a, a backup that good i was just thinking the same thing like he um he, I, you know nothing. i don't think this lasts i mean after this no. summer he's gone and we'll yeah. and you know who knows yeah. maybe that okinawa however you say his name kid is like ready to go and all that right he well he didn't get it you know, they're already talking about yeah he's gonna leave because he didn't get a call up to germany and you know him not playing is affecting his international status and that's fine but he feels like a he you know he like you said he it felt like he's a competent backup who's going to come in there and just do his job, and he, you know, what I mean? yeah. and that's exactly what he did. Yeah, uh, I think now, so now, far in this stretch. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say there was a few 
occasions throughout the game where you can see my biggest knock on him, his lack of communication yep. on some of the clearances yep. and coming out and people looking around like, you know, what do you Him what and are you Gabby doing? had a little mix up at one point. Right. So that that's always been my knock on him is um, you know, he makes everybody kind of nervous back there because he doesn't, you know, talk to him basically. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I'm glad, you know, I mean, I don't know. You did bring it up and, and now I think about it <laughs> like that first time him and Gabriel had that little mix up and the, and the ball was in the air. Right. I jumped up. I was like, God, see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> right. all about my, my original, like, <laughs> I jumped on him for a second, but then I did settle down. But Yeah, no, and he, you know, all in all, he was solid. Um, I think Aston Villa, you know, we we ran circles around them to the point where they they didn't know what to do, even when they when they had an opportunity. Yeah, it was one of those games. Um, he be actually and Leno, to give him a little credit, towards the end of the game, he made a nice little stop, or whatever it was. It was kind of a shot, kind of. Oh, somebody was putting it into the box, and I think he caught, he came out and caught it. He came out and caught one, and then they had a set piece where they swung it to oh, the yeah. back post, and he he dove and got. It. Great save there too. Yeah, and um, uh, the, I've the never way knocked that... his uh, reactions and his like. You know, he's an athlete. He right. is an athlete. You I sound like that. me now. He's a tremendous athlete, a tremendous yeah. shot stopper. But yeah. all the other decision shit—that's where he's a little shaky. But um, it surprised me the way the team at the end of the game were celebrating with him and um, the match he had. You know, there's a lot of people coming up to him and high fiving him and hugging him and shit. Yeah, and uh, that's cool. I, I just started, you know, it's just you know. You know, weird. I, I think that really came from, uh, you know, we we did we touched on it lightly, but it, it did get squeaky bum towards the end. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Uh, Aston Villa got just comfortable <laughs> enough that they started moving the ball and penetrating a little bit, and I just feel like the team they were high wired by by the time the last whistle blew. Right. So when it was over and he had just got that one save that looked like, well, that could have been the one that, right. that would have tied it all. So right. I'm yep. sure everybody was just like fired up. And I was surprised. Like I rarely watched the, well, we don't, we were the only game yesterday. Right. Exactly. So they didn't jump to the studio or jump to a different game and they watched it. I was impressed. The, yeah. the crowd, the team, they all stayed out. It was yeah. a big celebration. Everybody was happy. Everybody gave their shirt away. Yeah, I saw like, that. Yeah, <laughs> I was just what, tripping. Like, wow, what is what is showing in somebody else's stadium? Right, and uh, I think Ashley Young made another comment about Arsenal celebrating, um, but he then he kind of tampered it down to saying, you know, that just shows you how far we've come as a <laughs> as a club here at Aston Villa. But um, what people fail to realize is, you know, coming in fourth and getting that Champions League spot is not only important to the fans and to you know the Cronkies and the club, but the players. Yeah, you know, I, I sense that they really wanted. Sure, you know what I mean, and and that's good. That's and without knowing contracts, some of them probably got bonuses for you know we get Champions League yeah. and all this other stuff. So, but there's a passion for it. You know, yes. you can see that, and and that was a that was a huge game going into this international break that sets us apart. We pretty much control our own destiny now for the rest of the season, and um, so yeah, they got a right to 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 celebrate and be happy. You know, yeah, I, I, I didn't find a problem with it at all. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this: there was there was a, a few incidences throughout the game where one of your favorite players of all time, Jaka, um, 
kind of, you know, was was toting that line of doing something foolish. You know, you know. How do you? I mean, how do you think? How do you think him and Partey have been playing lately? Before you get uh, the two of them together, have played well. Um, I mean, honestly, the feeling, and this is before the you know the argument and all these other things, but the way I felt was snarkingly was our you know what Arteta said about Jaka is uh I can't really trust for you to be the sole back mid guy left. Right. And you're I mean it's always been your thing too. It's a it's an athleticism problem. It's just that yes, the heart right. is there and and he's even a smart player even kind of you know yeah. but he can't he, get there. If somebody he just can't gets, get there, and sometimes he misjudges, like uh, you know, he's got caught off on little like square passes and things like that. Because I don't know, is it cocky or? I mean, I to me, he is in his head. You know, right. I don't know if you could be a smart player and still in your head. Like emotionally, you have some issues, but yeah, but it almost feels like Arteta just kind of accepted that he. He can help us a little, but he can't help us a lot. So I'm going to put him in a position that is not very demanding for him to do much. Right. You know, he, he gets balls and moves them along. Pick out a pass if you see one. It's like he's been instructed lately to, to pass the ball forward as much as you can. Don't do anything ridiculous. Get rid of it quicker so you don't get caught on the ball. Quicker. And kind of get out of the way. And, and get and what, out of the way, and yes. what that And what that's done is... You know, it's kind of taken away from tyranny's game because tyranny stays back now more because Jaka's pushing up. And um, that's a nice trade off to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because at least tyranny could track back. At least. And he's just not pushing up as much as he usually do, does. Tyranny. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and years past, I mean, he was our guy. Yeah, he was, he was our linchpin at left back, but now he's now he's staying back. Jacques is pushing a little forward, and because you know, remember when Thierry would push up high, Jacques had to cover that space, and like you said, with the, you know, somebody quick gets it out there, you know, yeah. and if he makes a and a Jaka makes one false move, then you know he's you know he's gonna you know, flash out, maybe get a card or, you know, do something stupid. Now we don't really, we don't see that lately. And, you know, it's, it's, it's effective for now. We're not scoring that many goals because, you know, it's nice to have both our right back and left back pushing up and, you know, playing the way he, you know, Man City want to play or Barcelona want to play that style. Get your wing backs up. Yeah. And just do it. So, yeah, but when that incident, those incidences on the pitch were like it's like he's he's got way too much experience now to be getting silly yellow cards, especially with the history he has, or just yeah. you know getting in the fights, you know trying to pretend you're a tough guy when you're the first guy that's gonna try to hug somebody's neck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's, he's, you know, like that's one of the biggest things that just drives me crazy. Like, so he. He gets the yellow, right? which I really was kind of on the fence whether he really deserved the yellow on that or not. Right. It seemed like the two of them were going back and forth, whatever. Right. But the ref was a jerk off. We got a reputation. Your name's Jaka, granted right. Jaka, and you've 
had so many silly fouls you're in your life shot, that you're you don't get the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. So you got your yellow. And he's he starts jabbing a little bit, and I think it was Gabriel or maybe Partey, one of the two of them that backed him off. Right. Got in front of him. Or it might have been Locke. No, it was Locke. It was Locke. Locke. Yeah. Locke right. came over and just you know, kind of physically just kind of pushed him away a little bit. Like, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. And as soon as Lockett turned his back and walked away, he jumps back in right. and points in somebody's face and blah, blah, blah. And now the announcer's even making a, a point of it. Like, he better watch right. it. He might right. get a second yellow, you right. know? And it's just like, like we we have a one nil win. It's in sight. We don't. Right. We just need to just lock this down for a few more minutes, and we're all good. And Laka Jaka wants to just put us in this you, weird you spot. Have... What was and that? Um, oh, my corned beef is. Uh, it's time to <laughs> release the lid. <laughs> you want right. to? You want to pause it? Nah, no, no, no. We're good. We're all I... good. <laughs> That's how I cook. See, low and slow, baby. Low and slow. That I don't is care the what Myron says. <laughs> that was you got a flash cooking. <laughs> anyway, no, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I thought he, I thought he was just uh, towards the end of all that. You know, those shenanigans. I thought he was just like basically uh, trolling everybody. Like, watch, you know, watch this, because it was yeah. just like, just get out of there. You know, one of the things I talked about last podcast was the way Liverpool were just, you know, they took that whole storm. In the first half, didn't nobody lose their head. I mean, their manager lost his head, but the players, everybody was cool. No little yeah. scuffles. And the composure, you know, it's it's something the team has to learn, you know, but it's usually the young players <laughs> that are, right. you know, wild and crazy right. and just down for whatever, you know, ego. But it's it's Xhaka or Gabriel. Gabriel's he's still young, but he's just an intense dude, but yeah, it's just yeah. Like I like the way Partey handles himself out there as far as, you know, just relaxing and being yeah. calm and, and doing his thing. And I, I hopefully that rubs off on Shaka because he's still, you know, I had flashbacks of him doing something really, really unnecessary and stupid to just piss everybody off again. And we don't need that right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We just don't. And I a, mean, he thinks he might he might think he's sneaky and I don't notice, but I notice like like I knew it was, I knew nothing was gonna jump because Mings was standing right next to him, right. and like that's not gonna happen. So that's a, that's a big Jaka does kind of pick on dudes that are like three inches smaller than him, right? And he still mm-hmm. might talk a little shit to somebody bigger, but he don't he don't do all that pointing nah. in their face and grab them by the neck or right. you know. And that's why I know Jaka. Like it's not real, man. Right. You're not really the tough guy. And here's the thing, uh, Buendia, you know, on the, like, Jaka, Jaka, he's a feisty bastard, but Jaka tried to uh, get that fool to shake his hand. Yeah. And he, and he, and it pissed him off when he did shake his hand, and that's when Jaka pushed him. Yes. (laughs) Because, you know what I mean? There goes Jaka. There goes that, you know, that enigma you know you're a tough guy but now you want to shake this guy's hand <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? you and was like no nah, i'm not shaking your hand dude and jaka got all butthurt and pushed him and that kind of you know what i mean that's jaka in a nutshell it's like so, why are you trying to why are you trying to shake this fool's hand 
Exactly. And that's why I just tell people, man, I know, I know stats say this, stats say that. It doesn't mean if somebody else was in there that you wouldn't still get the same results. Right. You know? Right. Uh, so, you know, the stats are good with Partey and Jaka, and I'm not yelling loud about it. I just, you know, I get worried a couple times a game with Jaka, you know? That he'll either yeah. just miss a tackle or just get a yellow when we don't need it, or you know, even a red. Oh yeah, and um, now it's like uh, I'm. I used to just be frustrated defensively. Now I'm like, when you know, when he gets the ball near the box, he he's not used to that, so his yeah. decisions are off, and I find myself yelling at him now on that end of the pitch. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I just kick it out wide to fucking whoever's out there. Yeah. Be done with it, dude. What do you you know? So you know that record's great for those two. I get it. We win games that way, you know, but I mean, you know, those kind of records can be looked at several ways. Like, right. you know, you're looking at that. I'll say, how about every time we start ESR, we win. He's right. only started like seven games this year, but hey, he was the one that was out there when we, you know, so right. what? He's perfect. So he should always start. The, I mean, you know, I right. mean, you can manipulate <clears throat> how it totally. happened any way you want, you know, 10 out of those 12, our back line had uh had um clean sheets in nine of those ten. So right. do we give it to the to the midfield for the success of that team or was it the back line that didn't give right. up any goals? You know, like right. I mean, yeah, to to me he's you know the 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 amount of you know the people that love Jaka, they love him for all sorts of ways that I just I can't see it. You yes. know what I mean? Like he's out there and he's doing his job and he's you know it's just I'm not saying he's average, but he's just a little above average to me, yeah. you know, and you can't tell me, you know, this will be controversial, but you know, if, you know, if Maitland now gets as many chances as Jaka to play in the midfield next to Partey, you can't tell me he's not going to be just as effective as Jaka or Jaka. You just can't tell, you can't, right. you know, and people are, Oh, what are you basing it on? I just, I just know. <laughs> I just yeah. know. I just know. I just, this is how, to me, this is the argument always, right? I mean, coming up right now, everybody agrees we need a striker in the summer. Right. What would be the second thing that we should address? That spot to me, especially if he wants somebody, especially if he wants somebody pushing forward the way he seems to want lately. To better this team. Right. He would obviously, that would obviously be the next position that we would be trying to improve upon. Definitely. If somebody wants to say back up right back, that's fine. But that's not that's not improving the team. If Tommy Asu is the one starting, especially I'm if we already about have how do yeah. we improve the team? Well, you would replace Jaka with somebody that maybe has the passing skills of Jaka and think or, or the right head of Jaka, just but just athletic. runs a little faster, right. probably even a little stronger and, you know, maybe could shoot. Right, you know, is more willing to take the shot since exactly. we're pushing that guy up a little bit now. Like, I mean, it's just right. obvious. So, I mean, you can defend Jock all you want, but I mean, he's the writing's on the board. He's the next guy off the pitch. Right. He's and, the next and, guy off the pitch. And like I said, I don't, I don't necessarily have a have a problem with Jock. I'm just saying, you know, the people, you know, on my timeline that you know they try to make these weird. Yeah. you know points and it's just like yeah dude he's solid and that's it yeah that's it he's he, solid he's, he is what he is and it's just we can do better that's yeah. all i'm saying he's solid 
Yeah. Is he is he gonna go if is uh you know Roma wanted him, you know Juventus Juventus didn't want him, Inter didn't want him, AC Milan didn't want him, Roma wanted him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Barcelona don't want him. Yeah. Uh, Real Madrid don't want him. You know what I mean? Right. Man City, Liverpool, they're not like man. We want to get you know. Right. So, the market tells you. Right. The market will tell you like, hey, if Bellerin was anything that he should have been. <laughs> We, you know, we would have, he wouldn't be on the team right now because somebody would be like, what? Bellerin's available? Here, let's do it. Let's, you know, nobody wants him. (laughs) Right. He wouldn't be playing for what it real Bettis, you know, whoever he's playing for. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's, part time. His full time job is walking the catwalk. (laughs) On the catwalk. So that's it. On the catwalk. Yeah. That's my that's my only thing is the people that love Jaka, they love him for all kind of weird reasons that I just I can't see it, I guess. Yeah. You don't well, you don't know soccer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got it. I You're got from it. the States and you just started watching 25 right. years ago. All this right, is, dude, whatever. This isn't FIFA, mate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is real football. <laughs> I love it. That's good times. Let's get out of here. International break. Uh, hopefully everybody comes back unscathed. Shout out to uh, Gabby Martinelli. I know he's sick right now, but you know, hey, them fools that get call-ups for oh. Brazil and Argentina, it means the world to him. So hopefully he gets his first cap and he comes back and, uh, you know, maybe uh, Arteta experiments with him, him down yeah. the middle. Who knows? But yeah, all kind of players on international duty and important matches. These are yeah. all qualifiers. So, hey, good luck to all of them. And good luck to the U.S. men's national team. Hey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to get Mexico on Thursday. Woo. At Azteca. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> you fools got to have oxygen masses and Only shit. time I'll root for a Chelsea. A Chelsea mate. Come on, Pulisic. We need uh, you, baby. Do you, I mean, don't even get me started. <laughs> it's bunk. Anyway, all right, well, that'll do it. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to go to YouTube and subscribe, like, do the whole nine yards, share it. We appreciate the love. And, uh, yeah, peace out. Y'all see it right there. Peace. Twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. No! Thank you for tuning into Cotton Two Minds. Please head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. All feedback is much appreciated. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at CITM Podcasts, at Guna Rush, and at E Marshall Comedy. The music of this podcast is brought to you by Statics. If you like what you hear, please head on over to staticsmusic.com and be sure to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Statics Music. That's S-T-A-T-X Music. Peace.